the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Hey folks, welcome to the End of the World Show. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, and it's the end of the world. It is time to panic and scream and cry and, um, well, maybe it's not. But, you know, if you listen to the news media, it definitely is the end of the world. And, and I'm here to tell you that it's not. So we're going to continue moving forward here. Joining me on this show, I have Mr. Sean Gibbs. Sean Gibbs of Ask Defense Training Company, ASK. Ask Defense Training Company out there in Redlands. Sean, how are you doing this morning? We're doing great. Good. You know, it's the end of the world. Did you know that? That's what they're telling me. If you have a television set, it's the end of the world. Actually, this is Saturday. The end of the world might have been Thursday. That's last That's last true. week. Yeah, I think that was it. So... We're in the new world, post end of the world. It, Whatever, yeah, we're yeah. moving on. Okay, folks, we have a lot of things to go over here today. Uh, number one, we're going to talk about some of the things that are important here in California. We have a new bill. We've talked about it before, but it's something you need to be aware of. The California lead ban. California is now coming after all of our ammunition used on any ranges. So that means if you have an indoor range, outdoor range, any place you would shoot target ammunition, the state of California wants to have a new bill that they would ban all ammunition with lead. Not just saving the condor anymore. Well, imagine that, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they want to want to ban all lead ammunition. Sean, uh, your store sells target ammunition, right? Correct. So how much of that has lead in it? 100%. I'm sorry, what was that? 100%. So this bill would actually pretty much ban all available ammunition in the state of California. Other than specific hunting ammo that's uh, not lead-containing. Yeah, so except for your duck loads that have bismuth. Or steel shot. Or steel shot. Or or your hunting loads that have Solid solid copper bullets in it, which are pretty... That aren't that common, but there aren't any pistol ammunition really built like that, is there? Uh, Very little. Right. So very little pistol ammunition available. And what would the cost be? Twice. Minimum. Minimum twice. I mean, that's what we see with the typical copper ammo for hunting rifles is almost double the cost of the lead-containing ammo. Yeah, and that's just because the cost of the of the manufacturing process for a monolith bullet and the fact that copper is worth more than lead. 
True. So once again, folks, why do elections matter? Elections matter because these people that go up there to excremento create these crazy laws, and then we have to spend our time fighting against them. So this is an important thing that elections matter. Speaking of that, we had a new thing come through. You heard of Joe Biden? I have. Um, Joe Biden hasn't heard of Joe Biden. <laughs> well, he forgot. Yeah, he's he's a dementia crat. <laughs> Uh, Joe was up there in Michigan, and I know this clip's got a lot of play, but I really want to talk about it because it just shows you what we're up against when it comes to lying, cheating snakes that uh, want to destroy your your rights. So I'm going to play this clip here. This is Joe talking to a union representative or union worker up in Michigan at one of the auto parts places, and he asks him specific questions about how do you expect to get the union support when so many union members are Second Amendment advocates. So let's take a listen to this clip. Trump administration. I'd like you to explain how you plan to not only keep us working, but how you intend on getting the union vote when there is a large portion of the union workers that are gun enthusiasts and you are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're full of sh. Alright, thank now, you. Now, shush. Shush. I support the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, just like right now, if you yell fire, that's not free speech. From the very beginning, I have a shotgun, I have a 20-gauge, a 12-gauge, my son's hunt. Guess what? You're not allowed to own any weapon. I'm not taking your gun away at all. You need 100 rounds? So when you were in Bingo, when you said you are going to take our guns, that I did what? not say that. That's yeah. not true. I did not say that. It's a viral video. It's a viral video like the other ones are putting out. They're simply alive. Your voice, you said that you're taking the guns. Oh, he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. Unbelievable, folks. That guy is actually running for president. Uh, Sean, let's take a let's pick this apart here. Okay. So right off the bat, he loses his cool and he tells the man he's full of uh, Sacramento. Right. And one of his handlers realizes that Joe just stepped in Sacramento. Right. And tries to tries to get him out of there. And he turns to her and says, "Shush, shush, shush, shush." Right. Right. I heard that. He shushes the woman trying to help him. Right. Well, I think that's a me too moment right there. Right. <laughs> that's a him too. So that's the first thing he says. Um, I'm not trying to take away any or you can't own any weapon. Well, you can. Why can't we? Yeah, you can. So he doesn't want to take the guns away, but we've all heard the tapes where he says that he's coming for your assault weapons, what he considers an assault weapon. There is no such thing as an assault weapon, Correct. but he's coming for what he considers the assault weapon, which is a broadband and it's a slippery slope. Today it means this, tomorrow it means this plus that. Look at how many changes we've had in just the last couple of years with California's. Um, yep. So the good thing is I'm going to let him come and take all the AR-14s. Right. I agree with you. They can have them all. 
He can have all the AR-14s. We're going to make those illegal. Not a problem. Uh, AR-10s should be legal because those are less than a 14, so they're obviously less powerful. Uh, AR-15s, well, we haven't talked about those, but just the AR-14s he can come get. Yeah, I agree. Not the M-14s, but the AR-14s. Amazing, his idiocy. He says you can't own a machine gun. Well, in fact, you can own a machine gun. Sure, if you have the proper licensing, you're able to do so. Yeah, how many of the... uh, licensed machine guns that are in America, how many of those have been used in crimes? None that I can think of. Yeah. The answer is zero because the licensing, the people who are applying for that are people who do not want to break the law, right? No, absolutely not. If you want a fully automatic weapon to break the law, you buy a container of them out of Mexico from China. That's that's the way that cartels buy their stuff, right? You don't buy them from the stores. AR-15s are illegal, he said. Incorrect. Well, at least he got the number right this time. But AR-15s are not illegal. And matter of fact, even in California with some of the most restrictive covenants, um, when you change the furniture on your AR-15, it becomes California compliant. Correct. All of my AR-15s are California compliant. I have the funny looking stocks. I have just uh, barrel nuts on them. Yep. You know, and and now I can use detachable box magazines. Well, we've got got a... uh an appeal going on right now in federal court on the assault weapons ban for those, some of those basic things they're sold nationally everywhere as a common item. And we don't have them here. That's right. And the other thing, a hundred rounds, who needs a hundred rounds? Everybody. Well, that's two boxes of ammunition. Yeah. It's that's nothing. So if you go to the range for an hour, you probably shot 150 rounds. And if you only had a hundred, you're 50 in the hole. Right. So this number about ammunition is absolutely ridiculous. And and we were on to this lead ban thing years ago. And, and on this show, you heard me screaming about the fact that there's a group out there doing advertising saying we need a lead free America, lead free America. Well, they're not they're not making lead paint. Right. What, no. were they, what were they talking about? They were putting in people's mindset that lead was bad. And now all of a sudden, California comes along with this lead-free ammunition law to save the children who are licking the floors at gun ranges. Right, exactly. Yeah. And we're all rolling around on the ground getting all the lead dust all over us and well, I I do that just so the X-ray machines can't find me. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it it helps with the satellite intrusions to my uh, brain waves. (laughs) So it's you know. It's ridiculous. This is all an effect on the Second Amendment. They're after us. Joe Biden, he's a dementia-crat. He should simply be in a home. As a matter of fact, he probably thinks he is in a retirement home. He doesn't even know where he's at half the time. It, probably it, true. It's a terrible thing because I think what they're going to do is they're going to nominate him, and then they're going to put somebody like Elizabeth Warren on the ticket, and everybody's going to vote for Biden thinking that they're going to get Warden, Warren. Yeah, you know, that's that's what we're looking at here, folks. So do not vote for this guy. You need to vote. You need to vote early, vote often and vote for good Second Amendment causes. The Democrat Party is not a good Second Amendment cause. For sure. Absolutely. They're against everything that you hold near and dear. Folks, Philip Naiman, I'm here with Sean Gibbs. We're going to get back with Ask Defense Training Company after this. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. AM590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside.
I feel fine. You know why, folks? Because every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, and every good thing afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Now, our faithful companion, the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line Radio Show's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. But head on down to Bullseye Sport in Riverside where you need to go for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Now, after you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe, efficient use of your firearm. So for more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Visit their website, bullseyesport.com, 951-823-0211, because Bullseye Sport believes in safety first. Hey folks, it's the end of the world. So you know what that means? Buy ammo. Yeah. Yeah. This is the time to invest in semi-precious metals, which is lead wrapped in copper stored in a brass sleeve. That's semi-precious. That's your investment advice from Cornerstone Christian Financial Services. (laughs) You need to buy semi-precious metals. Uh, You know what the most disappointing thing about this corona – I'm here with Sean Gibbs. Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company, uh, website's askdefensive.com. You know what the most depressing thing about this coronavirus is? No. What? It is not turning people into zombies. Well, that's true. I was thinking – Finally, right? Finally, it's here. All this training, all this, all this stockpiling. We're going to get to go to work, right? No, no. And even it's the coronavirus is even disappointing when it comes to zombie apocalypses. It just sucks all the way around. Doesn't work. If the coronavirus is supposed to be this big, massive killer, it sucks at it. It's not. It is not the John Wick of viruses. No, definitely not. Unless you're over 60 and immune deficient. I think they said octogenarians, right? The people who are more, more, most at risk are octogenarians. But I would have to say people who are most at risk of dying of anything are octogenarians, hmm. right? Okay. You're, you're on that list. You're, you're closer to the finish line than the start line. Right. Right. We can all go at any time, but that's, you know. That's it. Yeah, you've, you've been there a while. Anyway, we are you are moving on from the uh, what's it, what is it called? Was it Ebola we have out here? Right. Yeah, the, the yeah. Ebola Corona, uh, whatever they want to call it today. <laughs> zombie the demo the Democrat dementia virus that Joe Biden has. Right. All right. So we're moving on here. We're going to talk a little bit about you, Sean Gibbs. Give us a little bit on your background. Um, I've been shooting since I was about five. Um. Hunted, fished with my father, took and uh, joined the Marine Corps in 84, um, accomplished uh, expert rifleman there. When I got out of the service, I continued on and uh, hunted, fished, shot with my father. Where'd you grow up? Um, California, believe it or not. Where? This this used to be a very great state. It used to be, and 84 was fine. Yeah. A um, little bit in Northern California, and then when I was younger, moved down to Southern California. My dad worked uh, 20 years in L.A., so we grew up did, down here. Yeah, pretty much grew up down here, but uh, it's definitely gotten to a point where it's not as nice anymore. Everything's closed. You know, I just saw a 
a bill uh, proposed or signed, it might have even been signed, in New Mexico, banning the sale of private, uh, private sale of firearms, right? Right. In New Mexico. And here's my point, is that whatever happens in California spreads everywhere else. It's a testing ground. Exactly. For, for everywhere. It, it, well, it's a bowl it, of granola. What isn't fruits and nuts is flakes. Right. So it... It starts over here, and then it migrates over there. And I really want to talk to the people who are thinking they can just move out of this state and everything's going to be rosy and just forget about California. It's getting bad everywhere. Countries. Countries like Arizona. (laughs) Right? Right. Um, They're purple. They have two stupid senators, just like our two stupid senators. New Mexico, two stupid senators. They're banning private gun sales in New Mexico. Um they were Every, trying to do that in Arizona last a couple of weeks ago, uh, I heard. Right. So the problems are there. We need to stop them and turn the tide here because, yep. well, we have to stop it here. It's going to continue to get worse everywhere else as long as California is still broken. Yeah, we, we have some good appeals going on. If we win some ground there, it may help with that fight. It may, but what we have to do is put the right people in charge. True. See, it's- the problem with excremento is these people who write these bills, you know how much it costs them to write these bills? I can only imagine. It costs them the ink on the paper because a lobbyist from... Oh, you know, I see where you're going with that. Yes. Lobby, Bloomberg walks in and says, hey, pass this. The guy says, fine, I'll put it up there. And then they they now have a bill they're going to vote on. And our side, the civil rights side of this issue, is fighting. And we, we might have to spend 5 or $10 million every time they put to something fight up. something that took nothing more than a paper and pencil. So they're draining our time, our energy, and our treasure. By doing this. And how do we stop that? We have to replace those idiots, I think. Dan, can I say idiots on here? If you're talking about Joe Biden. Okay. (laughs) We have to replace all those idiots uh, that are in government with good constitutional people. Right. So that's why these elections matter. And everything from your city council to the state legislature to the county supervisors, these are all important. And we have to fight and win on all of these fronts. People that don't make decisions with their feelings. Yeah. That think. People with standards. Yeah. That would be a nice, that would be a nice change. Right. Exactly. So you're here in California. You've been fighting this in California. Um, One of the things that I like about you, we were talking, well, the one thing I should say. Oh, I got to complain. Everybody's got to have one, right? <laughs> Sorry. What I meant to say is when I was in your stores talking with you about this, one of the things I liked was your emphasis of long-range shooting. It's right. a passion of yours. It is. So how did you get into that? Um, one day I decided I wanted to take and see what I can do at longer distance and Work my way out from 100 yards out to 1,000 yards out to 1,200 yards. Went and took classes myself from other people that were professionals. Um, it, it's a work in progress. Anybody that says they're in a long-range shooter, you're always a work in progress. The biggest thing is reading wind. Yeah. Wind reading, it, it, and it's an acquired skill. The only guy that says, says he's an expert is that 75-year-old that's been doing it for 40 years. He is probably as closest to an expert you're ever going to get. He's been sitting on the bench rest watching his flags. Right. And that and making those shots. Um, To put a bullet 
at a target at a thousand yards is not any small feat. People can first round, first round hit. That's all I'm talking about. The first round hit. If you don't hit it the first round, if you're shooting a game, it's gone. And at that distance, I wouldn't want to make a shot on a moving target if I didn't have to. Well, if you're hunting at a thousand yards, you don't have to shoot a moving target. That's, that's to me, that's an unethical shot. Yeah. Cause if you're leading them, so you guess the lead, correct. Right. Well, you've got a 1.6 second flight time, right? You guess the lead, correct. And he stops. Yeah. <laughs> your bullets, your bullets, right. go, you know, or, or he, uh, jumps over a log. Right. And so you miss that way. So uh, instead of his uh, constant movement, it speeds up a little. Now you've got a really bad shot. Right. So, you know, obviously, if you're going to shoot at those kind of ranges, you have to know what your own competency level is. And, you know, the first time you shoot a thousand yards, better not be on live game. That's just. Well, no, unethical. absolutely. I mean, it's something that you need to practice and, and get better at as you go along. Um, yeah. If you're not shooting three inch groups at a thousand yards, you shouldn't be. Trying it, yeah. hunting, and and the other thing is when you're if you are using your rifles for hunting at extended distances, you also have to have the right cartridge combination that has power out there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because uh, all of, my all my long range rifles are the ammo has been tuned to that rifle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it I wouldn't shoot it in any other rifle because I know what the performance is in that rifle. Right. And and there's some rifles that just simply have range limitations. Your 308 sure. is not a great 1000-yard hunting rifle. No, absolutely. Can, can you shoot beer cans with it at 1000 yards? Sure. Yeah. Beer cans. You can lob them in at 1000 yards. <laughs> it's more can, like it's more like grenades or artillery at that point in you're time. You're dropping it off the top of a ladder. Yes, just, pretty boom. much. Yeah. So anyway, folks, we love shooting long range. We're going to talk more about some of the techniques and gear required for that when we come back here with Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training, askdefensivetraining.com. Philip Naiman, FiringLineRadio.com. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Hey folks. 
Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our podcast at FiringLineRadio.com. FiringLineRadio.com, where all the podcasts are at. And, you know, we've got some great shows coming up here. Not to say that this one isn't a great show. I'm here with Sean Gibbs of AskDefensive.com. AskDefensive.com. But uh, we do have uh, Nathan Bishop from Proof Barrels coming up next week. Oh, nice. Exactly. And then we've got Mark Boardman back from Vortex Optics. All these guys can be talking about the new stuff they have coming out, which... You know, we like to talk gear. Right. Gear is good. Gear is good. And gear is good all the time. All the time. That's gear for is sure. Good. So, <laughs> so let, long range shooting, you, you actually teach classes on this. I do. Wind is something that's extremely important. But since I just said the words gear, give us some ideas of what you think is a good, good rig for shooting. Well. This is the subjective part of our conversation. <clears throat> right. Well. Personally, I've got three guns that I use for long-range shooting, a 6.5 Creedmoor, 6.5 PRC, and a 300 PRC. Um, Selectively, depending on what range you want to shoot, it's going to justify what bullet that you want to take and send down range. Obviously, the ballistics of the cartridge will determine what it is you want to do. The farther the distance, the bigger bullet with the more powder is going to take and push it farther and get your limits out there. Um, Currently I'm running a Begara 6.5 Creedmoor in the approach. And I, I've I've seen those. Tell me a little bit more about the Begara. Um, Begara's got uh, two different lines of rifles, what they call their B14 series, which is a all Spanish made gun. B14. Is that one thing that uh, Joe Biden's going to try and, uh, Get rid of the B-14s? Well, I don't think so. The simple fact that it's a bolt action, not a semi-auto. So we should be pretty oh, safe with that B-14. Oh, oh, wait. It was AR-14. Right. Yeah. Oh, that, that was it. Right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and then their Premier Series, which is an all-American-made action with a Spanish-made barrel. They're made in uh, Georgia. And uh, fantastic rifles. I've, I own a couple of them myself. They're, so they've got a lot of features for their price point. Oh, they've huge. got a lot of features. So cheek piece. Oh, well, yes, they, they have their B14 HMR. That rifle is been rated a couple of times the best thousand yard rifle for a thousand bucks. And it's pretty true. I've got students that are shooting them. They're making first round hits at a thousand yards without working too hard at it. So it, it comes with an adjustable cheek piece. It does. Detachable box magazine. It does. Is it threaded for a muzzle break? Or it, it is. Okay. So those are some. And what about the trigger? Trigger. Um, that one is a standard trigger, but it could be upgraded to a trigger tech trigger. The the prim, uh, Premier Series come with the trigger tech trigger. So does is there standard adjustable or do you need to change it out? It is slightly adjustable. We've played with them in the shop a little bit and tuned them up. But if you want a better trigger, you should just, just get upgrade and go to a better trigger. Yeah. So so here's why I, want, I bring this up is if you buy, if you want to shoot long range and you just have a standard rifle, okay, there's some things that are going to be disadvantage, disadvantageous to, uh, to your disadvantage. Yes, correct. I think there's English words in there somewhere. I'm starting to sound like Biden. Um Number one is the cheek piece. If you have a standard hunting rifle and then you go ahead and you get yourself a nice 30 millimeter scope with a 50 millimeter bell, like the Vortex uh, Mm -hmm. PST2, great scope. 
but it's such a large scope, it's going to change your entire shooting formation where your head has to come up off the stock to see through the scope. Right. So adjustable cheek pieces, when you're talking about shooting extended ranges with high magnification, modern scopes, that is a big bonus. Yeah. When, when you mount the rifle, you need to have the correct position on the rifle every single time so you're not hunting for the proper um, cheek sco- spot weld. Yeah, spot so, weld. So uh, my buddy Nico Detour calls it the chubby cheek, right? Right. He, he has his face down on the gun, and he's got a little chubby yeah. cheek. And, uh, and that way, your eye is always in the right spot. Otherwise, especially when you're dealing with some of these higher magnification scopes, if your eye or if the back of your cheek is slightly different position, you're purposely, or not purposely, but you're introducing parallax into your system, and you're not going to be able to shoot accurately. No, it's, it's, it's horrible to take and have to deal with that. So it, it is very important that you set your rifle up for you. Um, a long-range precision rifle isn't a multifamily rifle. It is designed for no, one Everybody person. should have two. Well, yes. Yeah. yeah. Right I hand, mean, left hand. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. But... Long story short, you shouldn't um, – the rifle's set up for one individual because everybody's a little bit different in their body shape and size. So it's not going to fit everybody. So Okay. And, and the other thing that's nice is detachable box magazines. Correct. It's a nice feature. Do you have to have it? No, I no. have some rifles with them, some rifles without. But if you're shooting like a PRS match or if you just are out there – at it's going to make it's going to make it a little bit more advantageous to be competitive. And you know, if you're out, just out shooting out in the desert, you can reload without having to change your shooting position. True. So that's some nice features there. And then being threaded for a muzzle break is everything. I mean, when you're behind the rifle, the last thing you want to do is lose sight of your target because your muzzle's got so much rise on it that your barrel's coming off the target. Um, Muzzle brakes will keep your gun relatively quiet and still. You said quiet. They are nowhere not near liter- quiet. Not literally quiet, but... Not sound-wise. Motion-wise. Motion-wise. Yes. <laughs> motion. I'll clarify that. <laughs> the muzzle brakes enhance the sound of a muzzle. Uh, I don't know what the actual numbers are, but it feels like two or three times. They, they are much louder than a, than an unmuzzle braked rifle. Right. And so if you are shooting a muzzle braked rifle, you had better have ear protection on or you could damage your ear with one shot. Double ear protection in some cases. Yeah. And especially if you're shooting prone uh, and you have like muffs, ear muffs on. Right. Uh, when you're in the right position, sometimes you can introduce a little bit of space between Absolutely. Your, your back ear. So different different hearing protection is probably yeah, Hence required. the reason why I use in-ear protection rather than muffs because you can't get down on the rifle heart far enough. Right. Muffs are great for pistol shooting, yep. but, but inner ear is the best for rifle. And you can even have inner ear and outer ear, which I yeah, usually true. do often. True. Okay. So your your cartridge choices here. Uh, we have the 6.5 Creedmoor, which is probably the most popular thing ever since vanilla ice cream. It's been a fantastic cartridge. Yep. And you handload your own. Yes, most right. definitely. So the 6.5 PRC, tell us about that. Um, it was a cartridge developed by um, Hornaday here a year and a half ago, two years ago. It is basically a 6.5 Creedmoor on steroids or a belted magnum version of the 6.5 Creedmoor with... Um, Quite a bit more powder capacity. and So you load for that also? I do. So what is the powder capacity on the PRC? 
um, almost 60 grains. So it's about standard as a, as a 30 out six size capacity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's, it's boosted way up there because you're right around max. I mean, you're pushing it at 38, 39 grains in, in Creedmoor. Right. So you can push that same bullet um, a lot faster. It, it is what it basically comes out to. We're getting um, a 127 grain um, Barnes bullet going at 3,350 feet per second out of a PRC, so which is fantastic. Okay, and in the three, so what is the cartridge? The the parent cartridge of the PRC. Parent cartridge of the PRC. What they make it out of? I'm trying to remember. I can't honestly. I, is it a short action? It's a short. It, it's. It's a little longer than a short action, but it's not a long action. So it's, it, it'll actually, they're actually building them in short action guns with some special work to the magazine boxes. Okay. So it's basically probably got the same powder capacity as a 65284, something in that range. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe, a, maybe about, yes. Very similar. Okay. All right. And then the 300 PRC? 300 PRC, that was designed out of a uh, Ruger 375, a 375 Ruger. But it's still short action. No, long action. That's long action. Long okay. action. Um, they wanted something that was more yeah. consistent and could shoot longer bullets than 300 Win Mag. But so the 6.5 PRC is not a 300 neck down? No. So it's a shorter cartridge altogether? Yes, correct. So what, uh, say on 180 grain, what's your velocity on the 300 PRC? They don't, you're pushing 3,500 feet per second on no. a 180 grain? Yeah. No, it's up there because we can get uh, 3,200 feet per second on a 220 on a 300 PRC. Very interesting. Okay, folks, we'll be right back after this. This is Philip Naiman, Frying Line Radio Show, and we're here with, with Sean Gibbs, AskDefensive.com. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. End of the world. End of the world. It's almost the end of the show, guys. This is our last segment here, so hopefully you're all sitting down, ready to go. We are going to talk almost as fast as uh, Michael, as the, the singer on that song, <laughs> just to pack it all in here. Hey, as we went off the air, uh, we were talking about the uh, 
3300 PRC, which is a great cartridge. And one of the things that I saw on that is Hornaday's done some really good ideas, and that is they're open to new ideas, which is great. Right. So the 300 PRC was the 3375 Ruger, and I remember reading about that on uh, longrangehunting.com. Great forum if you want to be involved in that. Right. Uh, you can look me up as a Big Jake Duke. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you have to come up with a handle, so that's what mine ended up being. Okay. So – um, lots of great information there, people there willing to help. And they were talking about this wildcatter they made off the 375 Ruger. And then Hornaday, probably reading the same blog, says, hey, we could own that. Yeah, we can make it better. We can do this. Yeah, look, these guys did all the work. We'll just name it after ourselves. Right. So uh, you're actually building yours right now. Yeah, I'm in the process of building it. I'm using a Begara long action with a Krieger barrel and a McMillan stock. And you build custom rifles. We do. Um, from scratch, um, bolt actions as well as uh, AR-15s, AR-10s. Any uh, AR-14s? No, no AR-14s. But they're banned, right? Uh, they will be, yeah, yeah whenever exactly. they invent them. So we don't want to build those. But, uh, yeah, we pretty much anything you can dream up, we can build for you. Uh, it is... We're an 07, so we're licensed to do so. So that's an FFL um, certification to create rifles, to build. To actually be a manufacturer. And to and, and obviously you have a selling license also. We do, yes. So general gunsmithing, I have a Glock and I have a nasty trigger because it's a Glock. We do the best carry triggers on Glocks. We use all factory parts, so they'll pass whatever inspection you need for your CCW. Um, we also do, uh, Revo triggers, anything that you pretty much come up with, we can do. Um, we have a great group of people that works at the shop and, uh, some very talented people at that. But, uh, we, we pride ourselves in being a small family run business with very personalized service. And the other thing that I, I enjoy Here's the problem with California. Well, here's the problem. Here's another problem with California, okay? We have this stupid roster. Right. Right? So if you've been purchasing firearms for a while, pretty much you've bought all the new guns that you're interested in. Well, I mean, what, we get like 200 different handguns, that's it? Yeah. I mean, in long story short, the only thing we see is revolvers as new guns. Right. And they take forever and a day to get there, but... Right. So so if you wanted a Glock 19, you probably already have a Glock 19. Yep. If you want a Shield M&P, you've already got that, right? Correct. So the interesting thing for me is when I go into a store and they've maybe picked up an estate or they have a bunch of used guns because now we can shop. Yeah, because the used gun market with – I I picked up 100 guns a week ago. Uh, most of them are gone. They don't last very long. They're – all the guns that we used to be able to buy, that's the only time we get to see them is on these used guns, the estates that we pick up. Yeah. And so that's an interesting thing. If you think about it, you know, why do you stop into a different gun store? Well, yeah, you know, if you go to like the big name stores that start with a T, um, <laughs> you got the same thing. Every one of their stores is going to have the same things because they're just dealing with the... Uh, they, they buy in mass quantity yeah. and you wait in line to get what you get. But when you are an aficionado and you want something unique, you need to take a look at the smaller stores, the guys that are picking up estates yeah. like Sean here. Um, 
I know he's got one I've got my eye on. Just don't tell my wife, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What so, stay? What happens in the gun shop stays in the gun shop. Well, hopefully you get to take it home. Well, yeah. <laughs> the receipt the stays, receipt in, the stays gun shop. in the gun shop. Absolutely. <laughs> we have discreet receipts. It's somebody. T- I hand the guy back the receipt. He goes, well, "What? What?" I said, "Look, you know I bought it. I know I bought it. I don't need this evidence floating around the house." <laughs> Found it in the jacket pocket. Every, exactly. Everything costs about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everything's about a hundred bucks. Ammo's about twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, your mileage may vary, but that's just that's this our story, true. and we're sticking to it. There you go. All right. So the other thing you do is you do well. You just expanded now to have a classroom. Well, we always had a classroom, but luckily enough, we just recently acquired a suite in the same place as our shop is. So we're working on setting up our new classroom because uh, we teach almost 40 different classes, uh, rifle, shotgun, and pistol. Um, we've been teaching defensive pistol shooting for, I think I started back in 2014 in a little shop over in San Bernardino that we, that's what grew this business to what it was. But uh, handgun training is, is big with us. Um, CCW with California is just off the hook, and I believe that everybody needs to be trained, but they're not. Oh, and the acronym of our business is our training uh, motif. Um, ASK stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge. Where do we get that from? Of course, the NRA's classes are taught that way. But uh, we agree, we believe in that philosophy, in the way it is. But um, so, what is your training class? So you have a classroom. People come in, right. and somebody's brand new. They learn a little bit about firearms and so forth. Then what? Well, then we teach them how to use them. Um, our base, our basic classes start in the classroom. We end up with a couple hours of range time on a basic class. Our de- basic defensive courses are pretty much all range. So you're going to learn the five count pistol draw. So what? So what you're saying is you start off in one class, get your basics. If right. you're brand new, right? If you're brand new, it's not a it's not a one day deal. You're not going to learn everything you need in one day. Right. It, You'd be too tired. So you start off in the classroom, you get your safety down. Then right. you do your basics at the range. Right. Then your next level up is your defensive. Basic defensive, which is going to teach you a holster draw going to teach you how to put two rounds on target where do you do this uh we teach at a west end gun club okay so classroom is at our classroom and and all ranged is at west end wear a hat yeah wear a hat proper we- proper attire for the day you're gonna get dirty yeah, true that <laughs> but um we always have fun uh, all my students will always tell you the classes are fun and safe so that's the most important thing. And what's nice at West End Gun Club is it's outdoor range. I mean, I, I'm a member. I shoot right. all the time. So when you get your bay, it's just you. Correct. You know, it's not like you're in a line or anything. Like, you know, Nobody's shooting next to you that you right. don't know. You, you've got a, It's a controlled environment. Absolutely. So, nice. And you're just shooting on steel there. Um, we shoot steel and paper depending on the class. Um, basic classes are typically mostly paper. But our more advanced classes, we, we shoot a lot of steel. Very good. So I think that's an important thing is you have to have training. You know, uh, shooting is a perishable skill. 
It, it really is. Very you need much to so. be out. And, it, and especially if you're going to do the long range, where do you teach your long range course outside at? Um, part of it's taught at Weston's 200 pad. And then I have a place out in BLM land that we, we shoot longer distance. Okay. And, and that's like out to a mile or something, right? We can, can shoot out to a mile. I haven't got any students good enough yet to get to a mile, but we're working there. So if you were shooting a mile, what cartridge would you take, choose? 300 PRC probably. I think it's a good choice. Cause then you've got, well, you know, we're talking about those new bullets that have come out right you've got some amazing bullets and i know i was talking numbers and sometimes people say i listen to your show you're talking numbers i don't know what the heck you're talking about right there's a number on a bullet called a bc ballistic coefficients it basically is the gas mileage that bullet's going to get per shot so if you have a hundred miles per gallon it's obviously going to go a lot farther than if it's right. getting 10 miles a gallon right correct so the bigger the number and it's point something, the bigger the number, the more efficient it is flying through the air. Correct. And so when you have a bullet or a cartridge like a 300 PRC that can shoot a, a 220 grainer at, you know, 3,000 feet a second, it's going to, and you're shooting those very efficient bullets, you're really able to shoot accurately, bucking the wind at some extended distances. Correct. Yeah, it, 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 it it's the whole theory of keeping the, the bullet moving and you need the weight behind the bullet to do so. That's basically what drives the BC. Yeah. Well, the, the weight is one component, the bullet design, actually, just like you it, see the aerodynamics of it. Yeah, yes. You know, you see some of these beautiful race cars, like the formula ones are just yep. so that's, what's going to make it uh, efficient downrange and buck the wind. Correct. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Folks. I want to thank my special guest, Sean, Gibbs, askdefensive.com. Go online there, get a schedule of his classes. Uh, check out his store there on Colton Avenue in Redlands. He's got great used stuff. So always walk in and see what's new. And he actually has reloading equipment and stuff. Oh, well, right? you do. Yep. Um, a huge there. Blue, blue dealer, Dylan. Dylan Dealer, very yeah. good. All those stuff. And if you want to know how to work it, he's there to help you out. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll see you all next week. If the world doesn't end. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. CCW Safe. Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.